What up, what up? It's your girl, Nella B. It's your boy, CV. And we here, man. We here. Hey, I know consistency has not been one of our strong I think we're on a, every other week schedule <laughs> right about now. Yeah, just go ahead and expect <clears throat> that. And that will help you out. Yeah, to we like... here, man, every other Wednesday. <laughs> right, pretty much. That's where we at. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Life is coming at us hard and fast right now. I'm, I'm just trying to get adjusted to being back at work. I know I'm a whole adult and shit, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you have yeah. nine weeks off, and like your main priority is just feeding a small person, and then allowing that small person to. Yeah, nap. it's pretty difficult to get back. Well, for me, it's all about the mental preparation that it takes to get up now. Yeah, it's like yo, I have to leave the bed, the house, <laughs> like for real. I it, it's a whole thing. I mean, it was like that for me before she got here, especially because yeah. I didn't really care for my. I'm gonna dad. be back real soon. I'm gonna be back to normal. So. Yeah. Yeah, we have. I am enjoying my new position and like the fact that I am currently a shining star. But that's- I'm happy for her, but I'm jealous at the same time. <laughs> I know that sounds so selfish and I'm sorry, but I want to be happy at work too. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's difficult having a, a, a spouse who is jealous of the fact that you're happy at work because it's yeah. like when. Like, how's your day? Yeah, it's had a, great. I had a great day, and this I mean, is what happened. Even like, ain't nobody asked you all that. Basically, yeah. I just want you to say what you have for lunch, nigga. And like, go on about I don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> then my boss tried to set me up, and I thought that was funny because um, she gave me like leftover Valentine's Day candy, so I had the like. The oh, she was about to get them hands. <laughs> I was about to give her the hands, yo. Like straight up, she came in here with a big ass heart. And she was like, "Oh yeah, I got a uh, Valentine's Day gift, you know." And I felt, I already felt like. You know, trash because people made me feel trash about not getting her nothing for Valentine's Day, and she got this heart box, and and you know this had to be a side piece, right? Because she got it after Valentine's Day, <laughs> and so I was just like, yo, I was like, this some bullshit. So who the fuck you fucking? This wow. nigga getting you chocolates? Wow, I've been accused of that like way too often lately. <clears throat> no, I didn't accuse you. Okay, so we <laughs> no, no no no. So we're laying in bed. We just finished having coitus. <laughs> And um, you yes, know, Big Bang. I'm, I'm la- I know, right? <laughs> Shout out to Big Bang Teaching us, Teaching big, us words. big words. <laughs> oh man, but nah, like we're sitting there laying in bed, and you know, I, I, you know, I cuddle her, and she comes in, she nestles in on my chest, you know, and um, she starts crying and shit. And I, I was, was already like, crying. Well, you was already crying, but I realized it more so when you were laying on my chest. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? And, and she's it, like, I can't, I don't want to talk about it. I'd rather not. <laughs> and it's funny. So, like, as I'm saying that, I noticed, like, his heart rate is is getting up there. So, I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to have to tell him. Um, we won't even go into the reasons why. Just, no, we're going to rewind it. You don't want to tell him? I really don't. It's okay. kind of personal. All right. It's personal. <laughs> I mean, like. It's okay. personal to me, not to you. What are you talking about? I, I thought you meant the reason why my heart rate was. Oh, I know why your heart so rate. Was. So we can talk about moment. why your heart yeah, rate. <laughs> that was a trigger for me. Like that's her word from her counseling. Word. It was definitely a trigger for him. So basically, the reason why I was crying, trauma, pretty much. That's it. But <laughs> yeah, she had a bad dream. I had just, a bad dream. It was it, a little real for her. It was. But here's what I was thinking, right? But so for him, he was totally triggered by the fact that I was crying. Yeah. Telling him, you know I love you, right? Yeah. And this is really hard for me to say. Fellas, I don't know what you would think. (laughs) You know, you just finished making love to your woman. All right, so I've only had that happen to me in previous situations where old girl was cheating on me. So I could only think, I was like, yo, I I just know she didn't cheat on me. 
I mean, I just finished, you know what I'm saying? I just finished making love to my wife. And, and she's she talking about this she, she can't talk to, to me about. <laughs> That's too hard. Yeah. And it's, it's funny because, like, after I said it, he was like, oh, that? Oh, we could, that we could take care of. <laughs> like, like, like that. Everything's I, light right. after that, though. That I can after take care of. you not, you And know. I was like, well, what What did you think <laughs> I was going to say? He was like, man, I thought you was going to be like, yo, I cheated on you. And I'm sitting here trying to figure out when you had the time to do that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yo, I was we like, be together all the time. It would I have know to take schedule. place in public in the aisle at Walmart as I'm pushing yeah. the cart. Yeah. Like, cause that's really the only time that we're away from each other is when we're grocery shopping or when I'm doing like supervision, but I'm legit doing supervision. Cause I come back mm-hmm. with ample complaints. <laughs> Look, you can go with me if you want. I'm about to start. It ain't going to be fun. Me and the baby you go. Like, yo, now this group. Give me the baby. Group session. Swing it over. <laughs> nah, but, um, <laughs> we, we have more trust in that people. I'm just joking. So, I mean, man, just to tell you, like, Life is happening. Right now, there's a crying baby upstairs, right? Yeah, we you- neglectful as fuck. <laughs> I was like, yo, you going to get the baby? She was like, nah, she's I just put her down. She's fine. She's, she <laughs> she's has been changed, and she has been fed, and I believe wholly in the fervor method. You let them cry it out. You let them learn how to self-soothe. Fervor this- sounds like white people shit. It is, but she's, she's been on this planet for four months. Figure it out. You got experience. Okay. Four months. <laughs> you, you've discovered your feet. You stupid. Play with your feet. I'm not you know, it's funny. I when I was upstairs, I meant to tell you, I saw her like in deep thought, analyzing her hands. Like she was Arr. like, "What are these?" She gonna get these it together, man. She's, she's ruined. So yeah, but she'll Not be she fine. Knows. So if that picks up in the background, y'all, you know, we we here. We are making this shit up as we go along. Word. <laughs> so what's your pit and peak, man? Pit and peak. So um. I don't really, I don't really know that I have a pit. It's it's okay. raining right now. We're currently under a tornado watch, I believe. Yeah, I think it's supposed to hit like seven forty five. Yeah. Um, it, it should be gone. It said up until seven forty five. Okay, good. So we were under a tornado watch or warning, so we and just we're sitting. We we're sitting right in front of a window, so we are Safety risking first. our lives to bring you this every other week podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I guess my pit would be the weather. I know this is going to carry over until tomorrow. And uh, my peak is after three and a half years, I finally have a crock pot that I had to go out and get myself because my husband oh, said he was going to get me one, just never did it. So I, no, I no, 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 no. Actually, before I was not going to get one, I just said I was going to get one like a couple of days ago. Because before, remember, I was not trying to encourage. And a couple of days meals. ago, he was in his feelings, right? You don't ever cook. You don't ever do this, that. I'm going to get this goddamn crock pot and you better cook. I'm getting it this weekend. Man. I, I, I was so fucking lazy. Nothing this happened weekend, this man. weekend. So I was like, let was, me go get my yo, own damn man, It was lazy on my behalf. But look, <laughs> but let me explain. The crock pot. So my, my first, um, you know, my first hesitance uh, uh, towards the crock pot was because it's no love in the meal. It's like you shove the shit in this little thing. It's love in the prep. You you prep. You Man, lovingly prep. I was supposed to trust it. that you were gonna prep it, and then when we when we cook meals on the stove, yeah, be seasoning the chicken while it's in the pan. He, these are lies. You know what I'm saying? That he keeps perpetuating. Shit's happened lies. before. Anyway, what is your pit and peak? My um man, I don't know. I don't got pit right. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Do I have a pit? I don't think so. Don't My know. peak was um actually kind of watching Jackson today, man. Like um, Nella B and and Jackson are prepping for his first talent show. So two parts to that, really. I like seeing how she interacts with him, and like she's like really really into it. <laughs> um, 
I think more so than Jackson. But like since I mean he's he's starting to get the confidence now and he really likes it. And I think my kid is like so awesome. He's uh he's super outgoing. Yeah. And I mean he, I don't think I was doing talent shows at his age. When yeah. I thought about it, because I, I think I told him that I was. But when I thought about it, I didn't do my first nah, talent show till I was like in fourth grade. Oh, uh, okay. Well yeah, yeah, man, I mean dude is dude is um awesome. He actually had a black history um uh, performance this past week and I was able to make it and he was like the only one who was like head up looking at the audience and doing his dance and I was like yo that's what's up like I didn't even know you had that in him and me personally I had really not done that many performances I think my first performance was in eighth grade um Mm -hmm. where I was in front of an audience and just just had to go and I, and I, I killed it but I mean, it was just, I <laughs> did do well. I'm a brag. I, no, I did do, I did do well. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I had never done anything like that. So it was kind of like different. Right. Yeah. And so I wouldn't imagine that my kid who seems so aloof in uh, any other moment of the day <laughs> that he was so aware of where he was and, you know, did that's where so. he comes to life. Like, I want to say though, I am probably more into the rehearsals than Jackson is, but this was not my idea. He brought home the talent, the talent show, um, permission for him and I put it to the side I was like I don't he ain't gonna want to do this he's not gonna (laughs) be serious about this and then he came home the next day and was like mommy there's a talent show and I want to do it and I was like sure yeah I was like what's your talent yeah right so I mean he will be singing not one but two songs yep um one where he is Speaking Spanish, it's a little bit Spanglish. Yeah, a little, a little more Spanglish. <laughs> so he's gonna bust it. He's gonna yeah, knock it out so the park. That's that's exciting. That is exciting. Where? Seen anything interesting in the news? I just feel I like, don't watch the news. Man. Yeah, I was about to say. I feel like we're on this like yeah. uh, never-ending reality show, pretty much. And <laughs> <laughs> like, no, nah, man, I don't got that in my diet. Got nothing. So what are we talking about? Um, today we are talking about uh, the decriminalization of sex work. So I sent uh, CV a meme some days ago that I thought I was probably don't even remember. interesting. Yeah. You probably don't. And the meme, it's not really a meme. It's somebody's twi- uh, Twitter. Goodness. Twitter. It says, yes, <laughs> I don't just want sex work to be decriminalized. I want it to be normalized. I want hiring a sex worker to be seen as no different than getting a private piano lesson or massage. I want sex work to be accessible and recognized as a valuable community resource. Word. Okay, cool. I feel like this person dreams big, right? They do. They I do. feel like the decriminalization part, I could totally get behind. Uh-huh. Um, this is one of the platforms that Kamala Harris is run, running on, which is kind of problematic. We'll get into she that. Won't, she won't make that happen. She yeah. can't deliver that promise, so she shouldn't do it. But I, I agree with her that no one should be jailed for a consensual act where there are no victims. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, so a consensual act, if you both agree to drink and drive and kill somebody, that's a problem. Yeah. But if you are agreeing to exchange currency for sexual favor favors, nobody gets hurt. Nobody Here's gets burned. Well, go, go for ahead. it. Yeah, nah, you good. No, you good. Well, it's good. just many layers to this. Uh-huh. So like, you have to peel off the onion. So like, the first thing is... I mean, it's Dig into the parfait. <laughs> Dig into the parfait. Okay, baby. Don't know what I'm doing. Shut up. You ain't seen Shrek? <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Um, I think, like, so the first thing I would look at is, um, so decriminalization of, of, of sex, it's a perception. So, like, you know, like, how weed, they always looked at, like, weed, oh, it's a gateway drug. Because mm-hmm. we're uneducated, right? So, like, the masses of, of people are very uneducated on it. And so they're thinking, okay, 
So I'm thinking the perception is probably these people are unclean. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's always been kind of taboo since the beginning of time, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it was always, oh, this person, you know, probably. But that's because is of a like, charlatan. Again, and, just societal norms and, and societal morals and values. Yeah. I mean, not everybody shares the same morals and values. Not everybody looks at sex the same way. Okay. And then the other thing is like, so what, what, what is sex work exactly? So I know you got, I know prostitutes, that's mm-hmm. clear, but like, do they count strippers in that? I, I don't think that they can count strippers in this. I think that it's solely like porn prostitution, stars. like nope. selling sexual acts. So porn not stars necessarily. Is no, I, that's sex work, right? I mean, but yeah, but that's legal. All right, so, that's legal. <laughs> so I think it's more so because they, they sell a product and then they they pay taxes on it, right? So that's why that's legal. I'm pretty sure. I mean, so pornography is legal because the government can feasibly come in and say, "I can have, I can make money off of what you do." But sex work would also be the same way because it would just be like if I'm selling my soaps, for instance, if I'm using PayPal, I have a business account. I'm going to have to file those taxes. So there's there's going to have to be a way where they can regulate the uh, sex. Work. Okay, so so this is the thing. Sex is something that you can do anytime, any place, anywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, within reason, right? Mm-hmm. So my question to you is this: Could they ever truly regulate some shit like that? Because I mean, you can't tell me that I ain't just took cash for that. You know what I mean? Like, what's for you to say? How how can you verify that I paid for that? That it was legal tender. I think that's that's the problem for the government because they, they want to have. Technically, they want to be able to tax your pussy your dick. Yeah. They want to be able to make money off it any way that you receive funds. So I think that's why it'll never be decriminalized. But see, I think I think it will be decriminalized, and the way that they'll <laughs> make it, the way that they'll be able to um, make it profitable. Remember, we were watching the Deuce, and yeah. they had that that like. Um, Prostitution rooms, so, yeah. so they would probably make it like that. Where you well, those have already to be existed. I mean, brothels have existed before, so why are they no longer available? Because they they got rid of them, I guess. But the the long and the short of it is, who are you to say that I can't sell my pussy? Well, I think everybody sold their pussy. I think every woman that is walking God's green earth has sold their pussy. No offense to you know anybody's mom, grandma. <laughs> Brothers, I mean, sisters and nothing like that, you know what I'm saying? Male, too. I mean, I think everybody has sold their goods. I mean, whether it's... Are you talking about, like, going out on dates and stuff Absolutely. Like I mean, because when you, got a, when you got somebody who'll be like, oh, no, he needs to pay for the first date. So you basically have set your price. But see, some people don't think that way. I don't think that way. This is one of the things where I never agree with Angela Yee at all. Mm-hmm. But I do agree with her. Like, you know, when... So we're saying that chivalry... And wanting to like get out and go out to get to know somebody is equal to prostitution. Absolutely, you basically have said that this is my price. This is a but that doesn't is, mean I'm going to sleep with you. you. Have, so you sleep with everybody. Everybody you've taken out on a date, you slept with them afterwards. Not everybody, but I have a really high percentage. <laughs> I would say I, I know that saying. I've gone on a number of dates and I've not slept with that person. True. Now I have gone out on dates solely for the purpose of eating. Okay, and see, so so, so this is the so this this is the thing. But I was willing to trade my company for the food, not my vagina. Okay, well, so but that's what you decided. But okay, let's take it back to one thing. I remember you saying I when we were talking about going out um, when you were going on that cruise and you had thrown me the little the little fake invite. 
And, it was uh, not a fake invite. What happened but was, yes, um, I did what say what you're about to say. I sent I sent her the reservation for a potential hotel. She was like, after she shared this with me later, she was like, I felt like if I went on that trip and you you put us in that hotel, it's a lot I of money. I would have to fuck you. <laughs> it was a lot of money. So, the hotel on Biscayne Bay. A nice panoramic view. You such a bird. Uh, I, I guess, <laughs> especially at that time, like I ain't never been nowhere. Yeah. That type of thing. So, so my thing is this. So, like, if you've equated like this to like that, you you're like, okay, you know what? This 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 makes me have obligatory sex because this dude spent this much money. You put a price I, on it. It wasn't that. It was really that I was thinking you would expect that. But here's the problem. We're getting a little off topic. Yeah, here's the problem with the criminalization of sex acts or sex work. Okay. It disproportionately, like most things, disproportionately impacts minorities. So um, through my research, I found populations I no most research. likely <laughs> populations most likely to participate in sex work. And we're talking more like um, out on the street yeah, prostitution yeah. would be black, Latina, trans and gay individuals okay right so these are pretty much already discri- highly discriminated group of people who now if they go out to doing sex work or, or whatever to make ends meet yeah. they get arrested then they have a criminal record for something that shouldn't be it, i mean yeah and the, the thing is when they're arrested the fine is actually higher on the sex worker than it is on the john because right now they they arrest both parties. Yeah, yeah. But it's higher on the the worker than it is on the person who. Well, see, this is my thing. You know, I, I I actually and I don't know where you stand. I think you stand saying that it should be decriminalized, right? Yeah. I absolutely feel the same way. I don't think it should have ever been anything that anyone should be getting in trouble for. Um, it's yours. You're born with it. You should absolutely be able to make money on. I swear, I wish I made money off of my penis. <laughs> there was a time where I was in my prime and I looked like somebody. And I could have, you know, I could have sold this dick. Like, I think about all the free dick I just gave out there for no damn reason. You know how many desperate women who can't get no dick would have paid me? Now, I would have been smashing some ugly women because women You can probably smashed ugly women for free. I know, I know. But I mean, I'm talking about like real <laughs> ugly. Though. Like, we, like you, you say ugly, she's not cute. I'm talking about like the, the ones that, you know, look like they come out of the ground at night. Like oh, them wow. ones. You know, them people, like they probably <laughs> couldn't get that. You know what I'm saying? Really coming yeah. You know, it's it's bad. But I mean, I'm thinking like I could have made some bread. I would have had to suck up some things. But you know. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but I would have had a list of things that I just don't do. Like, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Cause you, but, but one of the You got to have standards. I get it. Absolutely. But there's different types of sex. Work. I, I think the issue is, though, because it's not <laughs> normalized. Like, I never think, I don't think it will ever be as normal as getting piano lessons or yeah getting um, piano lessons or getting a massage or whatever i mean you you do in-home massages so you could probably do in-home prostitution but and it might be as popular as uber one day but the the real issue is that it cuts off access of um everyday sex workers to benefits like such as health care which makes it more dangerous um they don't have like safe places to have have these interactions True. um it cuts off it cuts off a lot of access to things um what was i gonna, i wrote down i actually wrote down notes oh in reporting so when they report that they've been harmed right yeah they can't report a rape or an assault the same way 
your average woman would be because as the investigation gets deeper, if it's found out that they were um, assaulted in a sex act that they were being paid for, then they're now also a criminal. True. Well, this is the thing. So, like, you know, with the evolution of the Internet, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, so there's lots of women now that have like private (coughs) or premium level Snapchats Mm -hmm. and they have Patreon accounts or whatever other type of uh, cash app or whatever they use to receive their payments. So, I mean, I think that people are kind of figuring out their way around being able to do it. And then they're not even putting themselves in harm. But the, the crazy part about that and so that you bring up a really good point, the crazy part about that is, again, if you don't have access to certain things, you can't participate in that realm. And them boys got access. Listen, though, no, no, no. Listen, let's say you don't have access to a computer. Yeah. So you don't have access to a computer, which means you don't have webcam. You don't have Wi-Fi. Where do people go when they don't have these things? True. The library, right? You can't be in the library well, on, busting it open on, <laughs> on, on, on the ground. Well, I mean, that's, that's the thing, though, man. I mean, like, so... If you're a sex worker, even on a low budget end, right? Let's uh-huh. just say that you, no, we could price out a computer, but you can probably get a low level PC, <laughs> a low Acer with a webcam <laughs> built in for probably like three fifty, mm-hmm. right? And then you know, and if you buzzing wide open like you're supposed to, you should be able to afford a low Verizon hotspot plan and get you, you know what I'm saying? Set up. Your- <laughs> Imagine that field is oversaturated, decriminalized or not. I definitely agree. I think that thing is definitely oversaturated, though. I mean, absolutely. You can go on to Pornhub and find <laughs> 511 amateurs who think they the the next um, <laughs> Jada Fire or whomever. I don't really know the, the porn stars I was about to say, who? Jada Fire? Oh, shit. I, that's what I was about to say. I don't know who the, who yeah, the porn stars right. are today. I don't really watch... Um, yeah, like well, my stars. my my used to be, uh, used to be favorite is retired. Oh. Like she's like legit. She owns <laughs> a trucking. About how old we yeah, are. she owns a trucking <laughs> company. And does real estate flips and See? yeah, I follow she her on Instagram. It, out there making that real. She still be posting like thought like pictures on Instagram a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But but the thing is, <laughs> I mean, we would imagine there's a lot of access, but I'm sure that there are even barriers in in. The Where there's a will, there's a cyber will. Field. I mean, if you're an unattractive person, you probably, you know, don't. No, because there's levels to everything, right? But that's so, not like, even where I was going. Because I think unattractive or not, you can get some. Like, we've seen some people. No, but like, I'm saying, like, somebody this, got that there's levels to the sex work. So, like, just like, even in a, even in just, just normal social. Because that's such a social thing, right? Mm-hmm. And it's so subjective. So, like, there's women that have access to NBA players. You've probably even looked at. Like a chick and be like, she could have got a whole NBA player instead of messing with this C-list rapper. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, with that being said, when it comes to sex workers, like, they probably only have access to certain levels based on their level of attractiveness. But, you know, I will say, like, with the internet, you had things like Backpage and Craigslist where people were soliciting these things. And even those avenues were shut down to people. And I think that that really makes the whole thing really unsafe. Um you know, you're able to you're able to kind of screen the person you want to be with, have these conversations. Who are screening to... on Craigslist, man? You couldn't screen nobody on Craigslist. <laughs> yes, you that can. That shit was not safe. You at least are able to have a conversation before hopping in a car with somebody. But the thing about it is, you didn't know if you were talking to the person you thought you were talking to. Craigslist and Backpage were actually not very safe. They were never safe, but it was all dicey. Would you now, say they... safer than being on the street? I, it's it's debatable. I mean, because people have been on the street for years, 
at least I can see. And then these people usually, people who did street working, literally street working, they probably had a pimp or somebody who was kind of like, you know, looking looking out for them. And that was probably pretty fucking abusive. I, mean, I was going to say, but then but, that takes away the worker's autonomy. You know what okay, I'm saying? Okay, it takes away the autonomy, but let's face it, man. I mean, the way the internet crimes are set up, man, there were probably a <laughs> lot of people, and I don't have statistics on it. I'm pretty sure there were a lot of people who lost their lives thinking that they were just going to make a couple dollars on Backpage. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I mean, you're right, because like, as far as Craigslist is concerned, you got to take like a whole army just to pick up a washing machine. You feel me? <laughs> like, I don't want to go meet somebody off of Craigslist to meet, you know, go get something. So, let alone, I, I couldn't imagine being a, a woman. And I did listen to, um, you know, one, one woman talk about it once um, on a podcast a while back. She was actually talking about, um, you know, learning how to navigate her way through Backpage mm-hmm. and trying, you know, like, basically how she vetted her customers. And I think that that's a crazy process to try to go through. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. I mean, but the thing is, the question would be, if you decriminalize, what are the safe avenues to sex work? Can think, can you make it safe? I mean, you can make it safe. You Like you said, you can make locations that actually are specific, um, specifically there for people to have sex. Mm-hmm. Like, I should be able to go to a spot and not have to ask for a special... Finish or what do they call it? Uh, the, uh, the happy ending. The happy ending. Yeah, I shouldn't have to ask for a happy ending. Like Charlemagne calls the yeah. uh, secret menu at the at exactly. The like I shouldn't have to ask for the secret menu items. Like I should be able to just go in there and be like, yeah, I want a dick sub. Like that's it. <laughs> like that's it is what it is. Let like, me get a dick sub. What's wrong? Reach around, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's wrong with like what's wrong with that? Like that's that's the thing. It, it's to me because we live in like the most moral immoral country in the world you know i got I mean? mad when i went to the strip club because so i always went to nasty strip clubs i guess because all the ones i have been to i you could touch mm-hmm. so like then i went to this one and i was like don't be touching them girls you know what I'm saying like the bouncer got mad because like i grabbed the chick on the ass she'll give me a lap dance but see, i thought that was normal program. but that's the thing did you ask her can i grab i assumed ass? that I nope, assume you shouldn't assume. I assume. I mean, that was my only experience in the damn trip club. <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, well, I mean, this is what I had been doing. So I assume you were here to be touched. But, I mean, you shouldn't assume because, like, I used to work at Hooters. What now, I will say this. I was not a Hooters girl. No, but, see, I was not a Hooters girl. Uh, I was a hostess because I wasn't old enough to be a Hooters girl. Mm. But I saw those girls get grabbed and touched inappropriately all the time. And the fact of the matter <coughs> is, you know, a lot of men thought, Oh well, you you work at a place where your ass is out. You obviously want Not that kind ass of attention. Out, but I mean, you literally were la- giving me a lap dance. So while she was giving me a lap dance, and like she came and like climbed on me, like facing me, I thought it was okay for me to grab, reach around and grab her butt. It's not. Well, I mean, she ended up rubbed on my dick. Like I felt <laughs> Hashtag like times up, Carl. Yeah, that's not fair. <laughs> that's not fair, man. That's not it, fair. I mean, I think if the expectations, if the places you were going. And they did not have those rules set then. Yeah, I had never seen that before. I was like, oh, you can't touch? Because I went to... What you mean? Um, she can touch me. I can't touch her. Okay. <laughs> I went to a strip club in Myrtle Beach, and it was, like, posted that you weren't supposed to be touching. Okay, and I can dig performers. that. That's cool. That's so, what's up. So, yeah, so they're performers, and that's different. And I apologize for any And And we do... We didn't even say that... Um, when you talk about sex workers, you're not just talking about women. You're not just talking about trans people. You're talking about straight men, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Also I know. I, I had a couple work. homies that, that did that back in the day. Yeah. None of my friends that you met. Like, these are people that, like... It's fine. Yeah. No, I'm just <laughs> yeah. like, you know, these aren't any of my friends that you met. 
But um, I mean, it's it's a thing, man. And I think you know, I I definitely should have charged. I wonder what I could have got. Like, what's the going rate for some dick? You so know, what I'm if anyone has um so been listen, intimate look. with CV. Go ahead, inbox us. Let really? us know what you would be willing to Oh, man, that'd be so embarrassing <laughs> if somebody would be like What you would have been able or willing to pay <laughs> for that act. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, another really important and really good, like, so, you know, we like to make things light, but this is a, a really serious topic. Is it impacts a lot of people um, negatively think, for not being able to have those app, those safe avenues. I think definitely. I'm all for it, man, especially in the economy that we have. Like you know, I think it's I think it's okay for people to be able to make money off off of what they have. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's never fair to take away an avenue for someone to make money and support themselves. Like I know I know people who um and yes you know I know people who pretty much put themselves through college and you know um man for my woo alum y'all know Emerson's is right across the street I was real close yeah so I mean it's, <laughs> it'd be like that man you need a little bit of paper and I mean where else you gonna get it from at times yeah so I mean I'm not saying and see some people look at it as an easy way out or you're not trying to really I cannot imagine I would never say that that was the easy way out because I cannot imagine having sex with strangers night after night multiple times a day I, I can imagine that sex work is probably like a gateway to a lot of drugs, a lot of alcoholism, because I would have to, you know, cut myself, cut myself off. I would have to like separate myself from that. I couldn't imagine uh, being in my right mind and being in a situation where I was that intimate with a stranger. I, I just I, I would imagine uh, there's a lot of drugs and alcohol involved in this whole profession. I think depending on the um the client, like how the client is, like you know, and I'm not just talking about looks, but like you know, um the personality. Like some people are just like different. Like I remember one time, um, and this is free sex, and I'm just thinking like it was awkward for me to even engage in it with her because she was just so quirky. She's like weird, and then <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like I, I remember like the date, and then like she was just like, so we fucking. And I was like, okay. And then she was like really forceful about the shit. And I was like, yo, this is rape. Like, I don't feel comfortable. Like, she had like shoved her tongue down my throat down there. And I was just like. Well, he said okay. All right. Um, I guess I'm doing this. Like, for real. You know what I mean? Like, I really felt violated. But it was weird because her personality was so weird. And I, I got, I definitely got kicked out. And then. Like, afterwards. And I mean, it was weird because she was like, all right. You know? All right. This is thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It, I should have got paid from that. <laughs> I feel like I provided a service and like was, you know what I mean? Like you can give me safe transport home. There's a difference between like <laughs> awkward sex for the sake of sex and then awkward sex because you need that money. I, you know what though? Like, I mean, I think I think um, if you if you're a professional at mm. what you do, um, you know, you learn about those hangups. And over time, you get better at it. I would imagine these women also are like women and men are also like low, um, low key psychologists because they probably have to listen to a lot of bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my husband. Doesn't. Or they probably deal with. <laughs> they also probably are able to kind of like recognize signs. Of, yeah. You know, like if someone has like a certain sexual hang up or really 
a certain way. Like they probably already can like read people and figure out exactly so, what's up with. I think we talked about Raquel on here before. Raquel Savage, who's a certified <laughs> sex therapist. Um, She's something. Yeah, I, I don't really know what her credentialing is, but I know she has a degree in psychology, so I imagine <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that suits her well because um, she's also a sex worker. So I, I don't know, but I, I think that it should be decriminalized. And if it's not for you, it's not for you. Just like if you aren't the type of person who wants to go get a massage, you're not going to get a massage, but you're not going to say that masseuse should be arrested. I, I just don't understand why... Um, we live in a world where you have to force your morals onto other people. I was about people. to say, it's really all, all, all about moral um, morals for people. And, so, and, and usually that's all like faux morals. It's so here's just the, facade. Here's the thing. Like, so, you know, from the time, like we've, I was a, a young tyke, you know, <laughs> what we used to say, oh man, if someone was promiscuous or having sex, um, we'd be like, oh, they're a hoe. But niggas was trying to fuck that hoe. Right. Now, let's, let's be clear. Right, but we'd be like, "Oh, she a hoe, man. She be fucking." Okay, so somebody had to fuck her for her to be a hoe. That person, um, that dude, yeah, she definitely, sick. yeah, she <laughs> fucked herself, right? You don't so, turn, get puberty, hit puberty, and then become a hoe. <laughs> but what? But for me, with that whole thing is just the the fact that um, you know, people have the perception around sex as as bad. Like from the time that you're introduced to it, like besides like learning about your your parts, you're pretty much learning that. Um, or you're socializing sex in a way where it's it's kind of a deviant thing, um, and it's kind of taught to be a secret. Like you don't talk about sexuality with your uh, with your friends. It's something you're scared to talk about your parent uh, talk to your parents about. Um, and then like you know, there's so many laws around it where oh you can't do this or that in public. Yeah. Um, and, and you know what? It's funny because as much as I want to try to normalize that for our son, that's been something difficult for me to talk about, and I didn't tell you this but the other day he did something i don't know what he did but it was weird and i was like hey do you um have you ever heard of the word sex and he was like yeah that's an adult word and i was like so what do you what do you know about <laughs> i was like so what do you know about sex he was like i don't know i just know it's an adult word and i'm like okay so that would have been a great opportunity for me to have that yeah. conversation. But because you were in the room playing 2K and I didn't, didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to talk about it by myself because I think that's important for his father to be a part of that conversation. I was like, you know what? This might be something daddy and I talk to you about a little later. Yeah, so yeah, I probably yeah. missed my window. And then today, this morning, he was like, mom, he's playing the game. He goes, mom, did you know girls can marry girls? I was like, yeah. He was like, yep, they can. It's like, I think that's different, but it's whatever. I was just like, what? Where is that okay, I know. Like, what the where, hell was he watching? Where did you, I said, where did you hear that? He was like, at school. They're talking about it at school. And so, like, yeah, you know, initially we teach our kids that sex is something to be shameful. And I'm somebody who I want to get into sex therapy and I can't even have the conversation with my kid. Because, yeah. you know, research shows, and I think I've talked about it on the um, show before, that just bringing it up is not going to make them any more or less curious about it. But yeah. it's one of my big fears that if I tell him this is the mechanics of sex, this is, you know, how you go about it, then it's going to be something he's interested in trying. <laughs> and I don't want that. I'm too young, too young to be a grandma. I, I just think it's a lot. I think sex is such a loaded thing. And I mean, even like teaching kids how to socialize with it, like let's say like middle school, mm -hmm. everybody's hitting their, their hormones. Like 
So it's not it's not normalized conversation for for kids to be allowed to talk about right their feelings about sex or what their awakening that they're having. It's like, hey, your body's changing. Don't talk about it with those. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> right? Don't talk but, about it, but it's happening. Yeah, this is what's happening. And I, I will say, like in the in the realm of sex work, though, it's always been a currency. It's always been something you strategically. And so I don't understand why there's this big. Um, Fear that if you allow sex work, it's gonna, you know, sweep the nation and, and become like this virus and impacting everybody. Well, this is the thing. I think you know, usually people who who have a profession, they usually um, and I'm not saying this. This is probably this. There's people on all levels. Like for instance, if you have a mechanic, it's probably like the homeboy mechanic in the mm-hmm. neighborhood that does everybody's cars. He doesn't have business insurance. He doesn't take. You know, what I'm saying he doesn't have his own garage. He might need a ride to come do your car. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but then, you know, you, you do have, like, the mechanics who are master certified on this vehicle, that vehicle, have their own shop. And so I think it would be the same thing with sex workers. Yeah. I think you're going to have, you know, if you're out in the market looking for, you know, a, a $20 blowjob, you know, you don't necessarily need to go to, you know, the premier fuck shop on the block. <laughs> like, and whatever they decide to call like it. That. But you know what I'm saying? Like they so at the end of the day, I think, you know, you should give people the opportunity to make money where they are. But if you go to a premier place, they gonna they're gonna have papers. Right. They're gonna be able to say, Hey, look, I you was gonna just checking. Consents, you're gonna exactly. sign, you know, you're gonna see medical records, all kinds of things. I think that another reason for like the the criminalization <laughs> of sex work is just pure ignorance and um like confusion. I think a lot of people believe that sex workers are sex trafficked. And the fact of mm. the matter is the difference between sex work and sex trafficking is sex There's workers are doing this by choice. Exactly. Yeah. Sex traffickers are not. Sex traffickers are usually taken across state lines or county lines and they are forced into performing sexual acts. I, I Do believe- you think that decriminalizing sex would only worsen the uh the sex trafficking like as an example like you know like how they got people hiring illegal aliens to like work work you know different jobs and paying them under the table mm-hmm. do you think that that would also um, further that problem or just give them another place to kind of hide those people I don't I think that there are a lot of nuances that I'm probably missing but I think that when you do sex work it will kind of the same way you have an inspector coming into restaurants you'll probably have an inspector coming into those facilities who are trained to know the difference between sex trafficking and what that looks like versus sex work and I mean it's crazy how complicated we have to make yeah I mean it is it is really difficult because somebody who's being coerced into sex acts um, because they're being sex trafficked to tell you, yeah, I'm doing this by choice, and you wouldn't be able to place, know. Though. I wouldn't even want to attend these spots. Like, like that. Would, I, for me, that would actually take take the joy out of it. Like, if I gotta go to this place, and it's gotta have these certifications and I'm all of these guidelines. Yeah, I'm sleepy, man, <laughs> and I gotta wake up at like five in the morning. Yeah, yeah, I I get that. And remember when we were in Virginia and there were all those covered massage parlors? Oh yeah, I told you the deal. And, and I'm like, and these things look seedy. One like, of the motherfuckers <laughs> got arrested while we was up there. Yeah, like and yeah. so the same the same thing. Like, um, I'm sure the place Robert Kraft got arrested was one of those covered up oh, yeah, um, facilities. It looks just like it. Yeah, where they said that they found you know women were living there. There was food there. 
um, like clothing strewn about basically like you you're gonna know what it looks like when somebody's being sex trafficked versus when somebody is making a choice I think they should have to have licenses just like other business owners I don't think and- so man I just think it's too much man like my <laughs> let me tell you why I feel like so you know they don't tax churches but and 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 the church is my body that's you know what I'm saying yeah. like no but no seriously no I'm just joking. But I mean, I I do think it's a bit much to tax me for using my my penis. That is mine. I was born with that thing. And I should be able to use it the way that I want and not be taxed on it. I think that, and that's, so there's there's my thing with with living in the United States of America, decriminalizing um, sex working Mm -hmm. means that I now have to be taxed for my penis or my vagina. And that is fucking ridiculous. Like, I just can't even imagine it coming forth and telling you, yes, I had 100 clients this year, <laughs> and I grossed this much First money. First off, you've only had 100 clients in a year. You never know they how... They're paying a lot. Yeah, I was about to say, I mean, you don't know how much they pay, so... I I will say this. How I do like... you monetize your vagina in a way... I, you know, it's funny because, like, when you start coming up with, with different... Like, these numbers. Yeah, these numbers, you'd be like, yeah, I think... I think a 30-minute session so should be $10,000. I mean, that's interesting. That's an interesting question. So they posed a question on um, <laughs> Breakfast Club, whether or not people had paid for sex acts or it gotten paid for sex acts. And and I was very shocked at the low numbers that these women were saying that they had been paid for sex acts. Like, one girl, she was like, yeah, I took $10 for a blowjob. Really? 10 bucks? And what? then And then another... Another young lady said that her ex, now this first of all was disrespectful, period. That her ex would not have <laughs> sex with her, would not eat her out because they were no longer together. And so, and I guess he was just trying to safeguard himself because he didn't oh, know. Oh, yeah, you know, absolutely. See, I didn't hear that part. So she had to pay him $100. So See, now his number was way too low. If I, right. If I was the girl, I'd be offended first and foremost that my ex is charging me for that. But absolutely. if I was the guy, $100 wouldn't be enough. Yeah. Eating pussy is a, a very involved act. I think that we should be <laughs> compensated well more than $100. I think that's at least 250 to five hundred dollars. I mean, this somewhere is, in that you range. You definitely got to know your self worth. If you're yeah, in man, this and I mean, I'm probably lowballing because I don't know what I could get out there, so I need to research the numbers and see, <laughs> um, see what it's hitting for. But I don't have too much. More I to think say. eating pussy is worth more than sucking dick. I actually, I think like sucking dick is. Um, is a hazard, it's a choking hazard. So I'm putting my life on the line. I should definitely get hazardous pay. <laughs> so I totally, hey man, eating pussy is totally a hazard think too. it's more dangerous. The way y'all be clenching y'all thighs, man, please, man. Y'all can you kill somebody. You can snap a neck down there, man. It's fucking dangerous. <laughs> In any case, my final thought on the whole matter is um individuals should have like domain over their body. They should be able to say what they're going to do with their body, if they're going to sell it or not. Um, I think that this only became an issue when the government stopped selling people. <laughs> so <laughs> now that they're no longer in the business of slavery, they're just like, you know what? You can't do what you want with your body either. I think that we should decriminalize sex work and find a way to make it safe for these and individuals to work. And maybe <laughs> non-taxable. But see, if we make it non-taxable, everybody's going to want to be sex worker. 
I mean, everybody wanted them, uh, you know, be an Instagram thought as it is. And, You're right. I mean, it don't But matter. that's getting taxed. I mean, that's the thing, though. I mean, why why is it acceptable in a normal practice for that to even take place? Like, just because money can be made off of something, why is it? I mean, why do we accept that as as okay? I think that's, I think that's the most what, fucked up part. What, the sex work or the Instagram stuff? No, just the, the ability to be able to tax me for something. Like, I mean, I think that's <laughs> fucked up, and especially when it comes to my body. Yeah. Um, so but, we'll talk about that later. So, I don't so even my, understand how taxes work. Really. My my final thought um, is is much the same. I actually agree with Nella B again. Um, and so I definitely think it should be decriminalized. Um, but here's the thing: I want people to think about what sex work is, and uh, what that looks like. And I think what that looks like is we we would live in a better world where, you know, you know you you had a hard day at work, and instead of going to get a beer. <laughs> you can walk down the street, go into a place, a safe place, where she can tell you that yes, I got tested. I'm not carrying any STDs or STIs, right. um, and I can suck your dick for thirty dollars. Yeah, and that to me would be better than a few rounds of drinks. I mean, you're gonna walk out <laughs> feeling a lot better. And um, you know, I think you, hell, think about lunch break. You had a fucked up day. You had a bad meeting, and you just go and you just go get. <laughs> I, a quick hand job. And I will say to that you know point, I would assume a lot of sex workers are more ethical in that they should than even a lot be in of the workplace. You know, sometimes I have like relaxing stations at work and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. The proper work culture could probably benefit from having a few sex workers in the building. What I want to know is those of us <laughs> who are not in sex work, how HR need to get up on that. <laughs> those of us who are not in uh, sex work. How forthcoming are you with your um, with your status? Right, so like a, HIV, other STIs. Go. Like, are you sharing that information? Um, I am a married woman, but <laughs> I do get I do get tested. And as much as I trust my husband, she I a hundred percent believe that I cannot say what somebody won't do. So I get tested. All right, so so that annually. before so now you brought up a good point. That's actually something I want to talk about. Um, and Mr. Obama, we said I final thoughts. So we still I know, talking. but this made, you made me think. Um, one of the things no, that I... No, it's not going to be okay for you no, to participate. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking okay. about. What I was going to say was, you know, in my free sexual life, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't have um, have conversations with people about sex. You'd be like, you know, as a rec- a young reckless nigga, you know, you probably done went in raw. And then you'd be like, hey, you on birth control? Or, hey... <laughs> Um, you straight <laughs> like you ain't got nothing and you already all the way up in there and then you thinking about Five that shit rule. yeah so you thinking about that shit afterwards and then you gonna get some rubbing alcohol and trying to wash off the disease with rubbing alcohol right you don't even know but you know I, I, I thank God for looking out for the fool and me um, but but truthfully I mean so you know the conversations that you're not having um, with somebody that you engaging in casual sex these are things that a sex worker is going to come with and you forthright. And I remember, yeah, and I, I, I remember, I assume. I'm going to say what now? <laughs> what you remember? Nothing. <laughs> I assume that uh, sex workers are also probably having conversations, intimate conversations about what people like sexually and what they don't. Where a lot of couples don't. And, you know, we've all had that, ladies, we've all had that one dude that's like, yeah, you like that shit, don't you? You like and you like no, I don't. But you for some reason, <laughs> you for some reason let him continue to do yeah. that, and you just like afterwards, girl, that was horrible. So I mean, there's there are probably a lot of conversations being had, and like 
it, it sucks because every time we say final thought, I think of other stuff. But there's another thing like sex workers and then sex surrogacy, which I think is actually legal. Oh, yeah. So I'll, I'll come back the to The business you guys. of being born. Yeah. yeah. I'll come back. To, no, not surrogacy, like pregnancy Oh, surrogacy. you mean? Oh, like, I, yeah. I, I got you. Oh, I'll yeah, come back crazy. to you guys on that because I, I think sex surrogacy I is. think it is interesting, though, because, you know, we call girls... Um, who are promiscuous hoes or whatever, and then what do we call guys who are promiscuous hoes? Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, but we call these people hoes when they when they engage in these activities, um, and I think that's where it starts. I think just even, um, you know, somebody, you know, performing what they want to do and, and and just living their life, um, their sexual life to the best of their ability, yeah. they're they're looked down upon, right? So I mean I think I think we have to take away the stigma that's involved with sex and engaging in sex. Everybody does it, likes it, um, whether you gay, straight, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like everybody engages in it at some it's, point. I mean, it's on our hierarchy of needs, yeah. sexual. Intimacy. So why not pay for it? I mean, honestly, if I couldn't have went to jail, I would have paid for some. I mean, there were days where I just I might not have wanted to have to go someplace and spit game. Do you know how much fucking effort that is to go to a bar, <laughs> strike up a fucking conversation? Act like you give a damn just to get some draws. And the saying goes, you pay, it used to be you pay a prostitute to leave, right? Yeah. Um, but you pay a sex worker to end the transaction. So you don't yeah. have to talk Let's anymore if deal, you don't want man. to. You don't have to call exactly. afterwards. This, this shit is it's childish, over. man. This shit is childish. <laughs> they just want to sell more memberships to Match.com and shit. Man. Yeah. That's why. Selling people like, these false hopes. But exactly. um, for those of you who have been listening for a little while, uh, most recently we started giving you the mindful minute before we head out. And one of the things with being mindful also means like thinking before you speak or act. So along the lines with um, sex work, be mindful of your words and the, um, the terms you choose to use with these individuals because you you know you'll never know somebody's story unless you ask. So be mindful, get to know someone, and if that happens to be their story, withhold judgment. Like nobody's perfect, right? Yeah, nobody's perfect. I mean, even me, I'm not perfect. And on that note, Close, ladies though. and gents. Close. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. We out. And just remember, guys, we here, man. We here. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to another episode of We Here, Man. We're going to continue bringing you new content each and every week. But we want you guys to join the conversation. So download Anchor.fm, available in iTunes and Google Play. Also, hit that subscribe button in your Apple or Google Play podcast store. I want you to give us the stars, give us the likes if you like it. And like Mama said, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. In other words, don't give us one star, y'all. Thank you for listening again. And we definitely appreciate your air and won't take it for granted.